Hey, welcome back again, everybody, to the Stadium Journey podcast. Thanks for joining us. Uh, check out our website, stadiumjourney.com, to find all your sports travel information. We've got reviews of over 2,500 stadiums, ballparks, gymnasiums, rinks, you name it, pitches from all around the world. They're all finally in one new one place at our new website. Check out the new design. It's awesome, man. And let's see, social media. You want to follow us and be cool? Oh, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, we're even on Threads. We got in there first day, like everybody else did, right? Uh, you can find us at Stadium Journey. Don't forget, like, share, follow, all that good stuff. If you're interested in listening to other episodes of the Stadium Journey podcast, pick up your phone, simply type in HIAC Talk Radio Network, wherever you look for your favorite podcasts, you'll find us there too. If you'd like to watch old episodes of our Stadium Journey podcast, just go to our YouTube channel, it's Stadium Journey, for those of you who weren't listening a second ago. And if you want to be part of our live studio audience, join us every other Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern at danlaw.tv. Let me take a minute and introduce everybody before we begin. Dave Cotney's here from the cabin that is not a green screen backdrop, as he uh, told us before. That is actually actual Canadian woods. Follow him at ProFan9. Mark Viquez is here. He is also not in front of a green screen. Green screen. Those are actual baseball hats. And you can follow Mark at Ballpark Hunter. And the above-average comedian, Dan Calachico, is here. That's not a green screen for Dan either. That's all kinds of memorabilia. Follow him at DanLaw83. And I'm Paul Baker. I am in front of a green screen. No, I am not. But I am having technical difficulty, so I am on my cell phone. So if I sound different, look different, better, worse, oh well. We'll deal with it. You can follow me at PuckmanRI. So tonight, let's start our discussion, gentlemen. Uh, we're going to talk baseball, America's pastime. So for years and years and years, for generations, it has been at the top of the sports heap here in America. However, times change. Baseball is kind of struggling to find its place in the sporting landscape, if you consider the big four, even if you consider the big six sports. Let's lump in car racing and let's lump oh, in golf, racing. too. Yeah, auto racing. Yeah, sure. Um, so baseball is no longer at the top of the heap like it once was. You know, the powers that be have even changed some of the rules to try to re-energize the game and get fans interested and back in the seats. So, panel. Let's start off by asking the important question here. Can we still consider baseball to be America's pastime? By name, yes. By popularity, facts, figures, money, maybe not. Uh, <laughs> maybe if you ask a 15-year-old boy, uh, 15-year-old young kid in high school or middle school, they may tell you something else because um, the Man, kids I teach. 15-year-olds in middle school. Yeah. Trouble. Well, you know what? Don't, there are some. There, there are some, believe it or not. Okay, 15-year-old freshman in high school, let's say that. Ooh, uh, yeah, if you ask them, uh, football, NBA is going to probably be a little bit bigger uh, than baseball. And, yeah, that's just, I think, old guys like us, well, some of us, uh, you know, baseball is a sport we grew up on and was the national pastime, and the World Series was the thing to watch, so it was the All-Star game. Uh, but I think if uh, we look at the facts and figures and talk to a younger demographic, they may say something else. That's why we have these rule changes. So that's, yeah. that's kind of how I'm looking at it. Yeah. It's, it's a, 
It's it's definitely not the most popular as it once was. Uh, but you know what? Let's let's face it. The big three at one point were uh, baseball, horse racing, and boxing. Yeah, and, talk about early early twentieth century. Absolutely, nineteen wow, horse racing and boxing are are almost uh, you know fallen off the off the cliff there. You know, the horse racing and they talk about three races three and times boxing. Geez, I don't know. Do they even talk about boxing at all? I, they sometimes they talk about it on PTI, but those are old guys too, right? So yeah, um, older than us. But I think you're, <laughs> I, I think you're right, Mark. Like the younger demographic is is definitely uh, not as as entrenched into baseball as, as we were. I mean, I I can go around my hometown and I look at places where I used to play baseball, and and they're gone. They they were bulldozed. Now in my town. Um, you know, a lot of the grounds were on on schools, and the the city and the school board does not get along very well. And basically, it became a fight about who's maintaining these grounds. And the city said, "Well, it's your land; we're not maintaining it." And the the board said, "Well, we don't care about baseball, so we're not maintaining it." So, and in many cases, they just bulldoze them. And um, I don't want to say baseball <laughs> baseball is a fringe sport, but uh, mm. it, it it's it's far less popular than it was when I was a kid, far less popular. And that's, and not, I'm not talking about as a, as a spectator sport or anything like that. I'm talking about actual participation. Well, I uh, think I read a study not too long ago, and or maybe one of you guys told me about this study that, that said the average age of the uh, hardcore baseball fan. I don't know how you define a hardcore baseball fan is like 54 or something like that. I feel so young. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm still below old. average. I'm still old, <laughs> but as someone who works during the summer for a baseball team, I can uh, tell you that the the crowds that we get generally are older people or families because teams market themselves as affordable entertainment. So you'll bring your family, or you'll see a little league team come to the park. But you don't see that in between. You don't see a bunch of 20-year-olds hanging out at the ballpark, a bunch of 30-year-olds hanging out at the ballpark, unless they're there with their kids. So there is a chunk. You guys, I think I have to agree with you guys, that there is a chunk of the population missing at the ballpark. Yeah, yeah and, and I think regionally. Like, I have a lot of friends who are Cincinnati Red fans out here. And when their team's winning, they're going to the games. They're excited, you know. But – uh I, mean, I, I think regionally and locally, you know, fans get fans get excited about their team. You know, the Red Sox, the Yankees, the Mets, the Reds. I mean, when the White Sox are winning, they're exciting. Uh, the Cubs just seem to have this huge following, uh, so they get a lot of attention. But, you know, uh, when you go to a minor league baseball game, you're right. It's families. It's kids. It's a mom with uh, having her kids run around, roll down the hill, eat food. Thirsty Thursdays or college nights some night where you get a lot of folks in there not even paying attention to the game. Like if you go down to Nashville and hang out in the band box or go down to, uh, I think it's the switchyard in Birmingham for the Barons, there's spots where people go and not even watch the game. They're there to socialize and mingle and drink. Young kids are there uh, to to meet up with uh, the opposite sex or the same sex, depending, and just hanging out. They're not watching the game. They couldn't tell you the score. They're not. And then you got the old fogies, I guess, keeping score in the grandstand away from all that ruckus. So 
uh, I think minor league baseball has found a way to kind of pull those fans in. Uh, so yeah, it's, you know, baseball is a little bit interesting in that aspect uh, where you look at the minor leagues and, and the major leagues and, and seeing what they're doing to pull fans in. Well, here's, you know what? Uh, it's interesting that you bring up minor league baseball and, and Mark, you're good with the dates. So uh, you can sort of fill in the dates, but if you're looking at baseball as a, as a full big industry, Major League Baseball has done everything within its power to make minor league baseball nearly irrelevant. So one of the things that we were talking about at, at convention, we're sitting there during our two hour rain delay at the Woo Sox game. Ooh, and they're and they're showing and they're showing the standings. And the standings are second half standings. And I'm asking, like, what is second half standings? Like, yeah. what is this? How do you how do you follow this? And you know, I it, at one point we'd September call-ups, right? So, you know, if you're, if your triple a team was in first place and you lost a bunch of guys, cause they're going up, you know, to call up. So, you know, how do you make a playoff run? Like, is there anything more irrelevant than playoffs in minor yeah. league baseball? Like, yeah. and you know, what's, you know, what's funny is like, if you compare like, the, the two teams, the two sports with big minor leagues, baseball and hockey, hockey, it's like playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. And the AHL has even put more teams in the playoffs yes. and added more rounds. Baseball, like Dave just said, is going the opposite way. They are eliminating the playoffs. There's not going to be even any playoffs in AAA this year. I don't know how they decide who's the champion because well, they're, 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 they're not the doing they're not doing a, a playoff in, the, in any of the AAAs. I think it might be like the first half winner and the second half winner. Oh, if, okay. if anything, it's a best of three. I don't even know yeah. if it's that. I don't yeah. even know if it's a best of three. So well, they've gotten rid of the playoffs. So yeah, the, well, no. go ahead. Yeah, the uh, the philosophies couldn't be more different. Well, I know I've talked to people, and they said that with the playoffs, you know, with the regular season, you plan months ahead. The off season, you know, what promotion you're going to have that day, and when you have the playoffs, oh yeah, yeah, it just shows up, and you're like, okay, what do we do? I have seen in the past some teams have food specials. Or whatever promotion they have on a Monday or Tuesday, they prolong that. But it's you're right; those are the playoff games. I've been to some Indianapolis Indians games uh, for uh, opening round. Uh, yeah, there's nobody in the stadium. Oh yeah, but you know what? Not Minor league no. hockey playoffs are the same way, Mark. The yeah. first couple rounds of the AHL playoffs, there's nobody there. But but you know that yeah, that kind of makes sense, more. doesn't it? That it does. Yeah, it does. Know, yeah, but, it does. What, What's happening at the same time as minor league hockey playoffs or minor league baseball playoffs, major league baseball playoffs, NHL playoffs, right? So, Football you know, for, yeah. are, are you, are you itchy to, I, I guess it's kind of, you know, we're, we're, we're strange. We're weird. For the most part, we'd rather go out and, and sit in the stands than sit at our televisions. But there's plenty of people who would just rather sit at home in front of their television and, and watch, my you brother know, watch <laughs> the big leagues. Right. Yep. But yep. Uh, you know, yep. Mark, there's something else that you said that, that I think really hit the nail on the head. And I think it's okay. It's Let's hear it. Different uh, for baseball. Well, actually, I don't even think it's changed that much for baseball. And that's that baseball is far more regional than anything else. Yes. And, and I don't feel that, you know, although baseball was the national pastime at one point, I don't feel like it was any less regional than it is now. 
what's changed? Well, you know, horse racing, baseball, those were great newspaper sports. You go, you go check the newspaper. You can, how much information can you get about a baseball game from a box score? Probably more than anything else, right? Like you get a better sense of what's going on in a box score in baseball than you do in a basketball box score or, or uh, maybe a hockey one's okay, but, but baseball is, you know, you go check the box score. Um, Those are all the the newspapers are disappearing, right? Like, Horse racing was huge in the newspaper. Newspapers are disappearing. Horse racing is like, there's a whole gambling industry based on horse racing, right? Like, you know, the numbers you've heard of the numbers, right? The, the sort of illegal lottery that's been run in the streets all over the place. Well, I was mm-hmm. pick the, pick the three winners in the, in the three races. Essentially that was what the numbers was. So, you know, newspapers ha- have fallen away. Um, We've gotten into this this easy access for any kind of media, and this is where you know, like basketball has surpassed baseball. Like basketball is a highlight league. Football is a highlight league. I mean, baseball you get your highlights, but a lot of the time they're the same thing. Like you know, you're watching a guy hit a home run to left or hit a home run to right. I mean, that's not that's not that different. Uh, but but basketball with the the reduced attention spans, um, you know, they, they, you have easy access to that. Football football success has been its nationality. It's been you can watch four games a week, easy, no problem, maybe more. Uh, you don't even have to have a package, and you can watch four or five games a week. And yeah. it doesn't necessarily have to be your team. Oh yeah, I mean, packages. From, yeah. From my <laughs> standpoint, like I don't have an NFL team in my backyard, right? So, whatever we get, we don't have to be Bills fans. We can, we get the Jets probably just as much That's, as the Bills. Yeah, we get you're, you're whatever. Right. And, and football has been this national, this national powerhouse throughout, whereas baseball has really stayed regional. The advent of television and more regional coverage has made baseball even more regional. Whereas football has just become, you know, big. Even college football, yeah. right? Like you get the the yeah. SEC game of the week, yeah, right? Which has been popular for eons, even before yeah. the NFL. So that just continues yeah, right. success. Yeah, none of us would even uh, think twice about watching a Seattle-Arizona football game. But... How many of us would sit down and watch a Seattle Arizona baseball game on a, well, on a random Tuesday? And if I'm July. in Phoenix or Seattle, yes, at the game. That's well, it. There, there you go. There's your scenario. Considering a, a Seattle Arizona game is probably starting at ten o'clock Eastern, I'm probably passing on that. Or, or yeah, yeah. If they oh, that women's soccer game, World Series a.m. Eastern the other day. Uh, yeah my my neighbor she's a a huge uh alex morgan fan was watching soccer so you know it's it's amazing how some other sports are are picking up but you know we talk about regional i have the baseball package and then if i want to watch a white Sox game it's blacked out even though i can't watch the white Sox game on any cable network that i have i I don't even know what what channel they're on so uh you know that 
kind of kills the, the defeats it as well. Uh, you know, if you're a Cubs fan and you have a cable package, you can find some channels to watch it at. But it's um, yeah, you're right. Baseball is just, uh, you know, they've done some weird things to have like this snooty attitude, like, hey, we're the national pastime. We're still the most popular sport. You know, and then, you know, you look at the, the cable packages, the blackouts, and that just, you know, irks a lot of people. It's like, man, I want to I'm a fan. I want to watch the Cubs. I want to watch the Reds, I, you know, a Royals. You may be a Royals fan. And then you get blacked out for some, you know, silly reason that you can't figure out. You know, I get but, it if I'm blacked out and I can go watch ESPN. Uh, but, you know, if the game's on Apple or Facebook, I don't know if they still do it on Facebook. It's blacked out and you got to decide where to watch it. You know, I know there's Yankee fans that never know what the heck channel they're going to watch the Yankees on. Is it going to be, I think it's channel nine in New York now, which is odd because when I was a kid, channel nine was the Mets. And I think that's flip. Is it going to be on the yes network? Is it going to be on Facebook? Is it going to be on YouTube? Is it going to be on some uh, ESPN? Is it going to be on MLB TV? Stop the guessing, you know, with football, you you know, it's going to be on one of three networks, you know? Uh, or four network. I mean, no, three networks now, or four. Who knows? You know what it's going to be on. They let you know. There's no guessing on what that's. Well, you be. know what days too. Like if you what days? Watching, yes. You know, the Thursday game is going to be on. I get Amazon, and you know, you know that. Uh, Let's CBS hope that doesn't get confusing. <laughs> and Fox are going to have Sunday games, and you know that ESPN is going to have ABC the, uh... is going to have the Monday night game, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a little bit easier to follow in that sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny yeah. you're mentioning the Yankees. Uh, uh, this weekend, Greg Venuto was saying his dad complains about that all the time. I can't find the Yankee game. <laughs> <laughs> well, the way they're playing, you you, know, you you don't want to find them. But yeah, I get it. You're if you know if I was a Yankee fan, I'd watch them no matter what. You know, like my my uh, package out here, the Met games are not that are not blacked out that much. So I I, I know where to find them. But you're right. If it's uh, you know if I was watching the Reds, I'd be blacked out a lot and, and have to find someplace else to go. So yeah, it's here's, it's it's confusing. Here's another one for you. What's the best game to listen to on the radio? Baseball. It's baseball by far. I would say baseball. Right? Yeah. Decline of radios. You know the 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 technology is almost. I mean, surpassed well, it. Baseball does have kind of this snooty attitude. Yeah, I mean, they've really had to. They were at the forefront in getting stuff on TV, and then yeah, I mean, sort of, it seems like they sort of hovered for a while. You see, a video killed the radio star. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Well, I, I, totally. Wait, here's the but here's the thing: when I'm at work, I listen to sports talk radio, and then sometimes you know I, I'm listening to WFAN in New York. And they'll have the Yankee game on. So I'm hoping that people, you know, you know, listen, no longer listen to the radio. Now you're listening to the podcast. Now you're listening to the radio feed on your phone. Uh, I hope that that has, I hope that aspect of listening to that, the audio hasn't died out because you're right. Sometimes you turn the TV off and you listen to the audio because off the radio. Well, and more entertaining. It, here's, a, it, here's an interesting thought on, on like sports talk radio. Uh, what what drives what drives what is it is it the talk shows that drive the sport or is it the sport and the ratings that drive the talk shows right so you know you've got kind of the big the big talk shows that are on um on espn or on on fox sports or whatever you got like first take with Stephen a smith and you got you know um speak for yourself or whatever 
they're talking football already. Like it's yeah. it's August first. Training camps haven't even started, and you know what's the big story that that the 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 coach of the the Broncos is bad mouthing the former coach of the Broncos, and you know Aaron Rodgers is is you know doing this for the Jets, and running backs aren't getting money, and this and that, and and all of those talk shows are talking football, and I'm like. Wait a second. We're in the middle of the baseball season here. How come nobody's talking about the Orioles being in first place or or the Cardinals being in last place? Right? Like, good. Sometimes I I wonder who drives those. Is it you know? Is it the popularity of football that's driving that, or is it the the shows want to talk about football and then they're pushing football popularity yeah. popularity yeah, yeah. higher. Yeah, no, you're right. You listen, you know, I was uh, at my uh, brother-in-law's house and we we're listening to uh first take. I don't think I heard anything about baseball. I I was all football, basketball, you know, off-season trades, who's going where, you know, who Stephen A. Smith thinks should sign with the Knicks. Nothing about how bad the Mets are. Nothing about how bad Damian the Yankees Lillard. are. How's Damian, Damian Lillard, Lillard there you gonna go. get to Miami? Yeah, yeah. You just, you know, Aaron Rodgers. You heard about that. It's it's nice to hear about one of your teams you like, but you know, you heard about Saquon Barkley. You know, signing that one year contract. Uh, Taylor Tom, uh, you know, uh, Taylor. I was going to say Jonathan Taylor Thomas, but uh, Thomas up in uh, Indianapolis. You know, having an issue with uh, Colts owner. So you hear a lot more soap opera drama from that. And but baseball has a lot of that. La De La Cruz. I mean, that's an exciting person. We should be talking about this mm. year, what he's done with the Reds and how people, you know, in Dayton, Ohio and Louisville saw this kid come up and this guy's hitting home runs and he's throwing people out. He's stealing bases left and right. You know, that should be exciting. You know, and he everybody has should weird be like, cool. yeah. rubber things on the end of his bat and gets in trouble for that. And <laughs> Did you see that? He had a little rubber thing that they made him take off on his bat. I, and then I don't think I out, saw that. I must have missed that. Yeah. It was a, it was, I don't know, one of those stupid things, and then they made it take it off, and then, uh, and then he hit a home run. <laughs> yeah, then he hit a home run. Somebody caught his home run. Every day there's a new story. You know, the, he hit the longest ball ever not to be a home run. It's just crazy stuff. You know, from the uh, from the kids' perspective too, right? seems like it, it seems like basketball is just taking over and is it just because it's it's so simple it's a lesser investment so yeah that makes a lot of well, sense it's 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 cheaper possibly but even from a a mentality standpoint like what rules do you have to follow like what rules are there to to basketball i mean you know they watch. They watch. Uh, they watch the guys on on TV, so they they know they can travel. Um, Dave, you are nobody, you may be younger. Nobody than calls us, fouls or anything older. like that. Sorry, said so you may be younger than me, but you're sounding an awful lot older right now. Well, that's true. I'm an old soul. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but baseball, like baseball, is more is more complicated, right? And depending on where you live, uh, depending on the number of immigrants that you have in your city or and the type of immigrants you have in the city. Like, you know, we have a high number of like South Asian 
uh, immigrants, well, they don't know anything about baseball and, and the days of, of just uh, coming into the melting pot and turning yourself into an American or a Canadian, like those are almost gone. And they don't care about baseball, right? They'll, they'll talk cricket. And we're seeing that even here in uh, like Brampton is a, a very, very high South Asian population. So hockey is nothing there. But there's a hell of a lot of cricket. So, you know, the demographics, I think, I think play a, a bit of a part as well. And, um, you know, well, I look at like, Paul, when you were a kid, how many, how many sports did you play a year? As many as I could. Uh, yeah. Uh, did you play organized sports? Well, I wasn't good enough to play a lot of organized sports. So, <laughs> yeah, we played uh, or basketball, baseball. I didn't play football. My mom wouldn't let me, um, and she wouldn't let me play hockey, even though she should have. But yeah, so those were the ones. Thought there was no like organized soccer in my town back then. Mark, what about you? Oh, when I was young, I played uh, baseball, football, soccer. Those are the organized sports I played. I did a little floor hockey when I got into high school, you know, and I look back and uh, probably should have uh, paid a little more attention to football and uh, baseball when I got into high school. But yeah, you, you played, you not only did you play those organized, your neighborhood played them too. Your kids, you know, all the yep. kids will knock on your door and yep. say, Hey, can Mark come out and play football or baseball? Yep. So yep. Oh, that's Dan. true. Those things happen. He's Ironically, it was it was baseball and it was hockey. I'm right here. Thank you. Okay. Um, it was baseball and it was hockey, but um, you know, hockey took the the top for me. I wanted to play basketball, but I was too short. Yeah, and I didn't play basketball either. So, so why did you why did you stop playing hockey at the end of the? Year? I stopped playing sports uh, because my knees got. Not at the end of your career, but at the end of the year. It was too hot because this because the season the was melted. over, right? <laughs> yeah, the season went, was over. Yeah, and then you went and played baseball. Right? Yes, exactly. Yeah, it was like it was nonstop. There was like three months off right. a year for like a couple of years in a row there. Right, like straight on, and then so, all of a sudden, you know, it would have it would have either been one or the other after high school, but then it kind of just for me came to a stop. But it was it was constant for years. So what we're seeing now is. Yeah, I get, I know where you're going with this. The 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 sports now, if you get to a certain level, uh, it's it's twelve months. It's twelve the twelve month yeah. a year sport. So yeah, kids don't play all the sports. Kids much don't anymore. play all the sports. They they play one, right? You know, like I, you got a lot of parent involvement. Who you know, they're going to be the next whoever or. If I don't put my kid in summer hockey, then they're going to get behind or or whatever. So you got kids playing the same sport for 12 months of the year. Whereas us old fogies, you know, we'd play we'd play hockey in the winter. We'd play baseball in the summer or we'd play soccer in the summer or, or whatever. Right. So when you have kids playing fewer sports, they're exposed to fewer sports. They're interested in fewer sports. Yeah, and plus okay. you have parents, and then you know, uh, was it yeah this or last weekend? Uh, I was in Joliet, Illinois, and I talked to a couple, 
about how many times they go out to the ball game, which Joliet, if you've ever been to a Slammers game, is a very cool ballpark for adults. Like everybody's there drinking, having a good time. But the parents told me they don't get out to a lot of games because they have to drive their son to baseball games uh, all over, not all over the region, all over the country. You know, they're driving eight, 10 hours for the playing a tournament. And I have a couple other friends that I work with and they, they do the same thing. They're driving 10 hours, spending three days in Birmingham, three days in Greensboro, Detroit. They don't have time to get out to the games, which. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Any travel sport. Yeah. Travel sports take up a lot of your time. Let me tell you the worst, the worst experience that you can get as a, as a sports traveler. I'm, I'm sure you guys have had this is when, you, you know, you're going somewhere, you, you go to a game, you go to a hotel and then, ugh. There's a tournament in town, <laughs> and the tournament parents have taken over the hotel. Oh, I hate yes. That. Yeah. I hate oh, that. there's kids running every <laughs> in the hallways all night long. Yes. And, and the line to get that, waffles in the bre- continental breakfast is like a mile and a half long. Rather that than your room smelling like uh, cigarettes because somebody decided to smoke and disregard yeah, that, the, um, that's you know, bad too. the smoke detector. <laughs> But um, okay, so, so ex- explain this phenomenon then. So one of the trends recently in baseball is the explosion, the absolute explosion of summer college ball with bat ball. Wouldn't that counteract a lot of what we're saying? Because there are leagues and teams popping up all over the place. Yeah, there's there's kids still playing. There's people still playing, and I think a lot of these summer collegiate leagues especially like a Northwoods or Prospect, and there's other ones as well. Uh, it's an entertainment situation. It's come out to our game instead of uh, a movie or come out instead of going out to the water park. But yeah, the thing is, yeah, there's still a lot of people playing, but are people watching it on TV? Well, no, know? but they're, they've all, they're all, you know, enjoying a certain amount of success. And as, as I made the point, I kind of, thought in my head well this kind of proves the point that they was just making about the 12 year the 12 month a year baseball player yeah the, now, if you look at it because now there's another point, league to play in yeah yeah these got these are all college guys who are now playing another two three months right yep yeah but and... but they're all uh you know I, I work for a summer college team and all the teams around us are getting you know a couple thousand people a night and in New England alone, there's 31 of these teams. And now, we're not the only part of the country with these teams. Is that better than 20 years ago? Oh, yeah. Better, better no in idea. what sense? Better in what sense? Uh, more t- more, are there more eyeballs watching baseball at that level well, now 20 than years were ago. 20 years ago? All right, so in my little my little corner of the country, there's the Cape Cod League, which has been around for a hundred years, so that's always been here. There's the New England League, which has been around for about twenty five years, and there's the Future League, which has been around for about ten fifteen. So they're you know mostly relatively new. Yeah, so, the, yeah, it's, it's more people, more eyeballs, more more well, people going out to the games in the summer. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's more teams. I know the Prospect League in two thousand four was called the Central Illinois Collegiate League. They think they had, I think they had six teams in a little pocket of Illinois, 
and maybe Danville, which was an, is a 1947 stadium, might have been the best stadium they play in. Mm-hmm. Now there's 16 teams, I believe. And North some Woods, of them don't, are, don't they have like 24 or something like that? No, that's the North Woods League. Oh, okay. I thought you said they have about 24. So now you have now, and, and back then it was a place just to get college players would bat experience. Now it's, oh, we're going to treat you to a minor league ballpark experience, especially the prospect league. And, you know, the prospect league's an interesting little uh, loop there because some of these stadiums are very nice former minor league ballparks and others are these yep. small little parks that, or like Charlie Brown's Christmas tree. They they make it look as nice as they can, but it's still a grassroots <laughs> feel. So, and I'm not saying that to disrespect them. I do like funky little ballparks uh, like that, where you could buy a beer for four bucks, like in uh, Cape Girardeau, and uh, it, have a great time watching a game in a very nice uh, element. But, you know, when what do your other teams play in a former double-A ballpark in Jackson, Tennessee? There's There's a huge divide there. You know, it's like, what the heck? So, you know, uh, yeah, I, I think a lot of the summer collegiate leagues are are blowing up and that's the philosophy. Let's go into former minor league ballparks. Let's build a, you know, let's fix up an, an older stadium and uh, see what we can do and, and provide this atmosphere of uh, baseball and mascots running around and giving out free stuff to the kids and having a bouncy house and, you know, you, you see it at ballparks that are 500 seats, and you see it at ballparks like in Madison that can squeeze in 6,000. Or is this the evolution of the sport? Now, like you said, the Futures League, which is the league I, I work in, is the same way. It's eight teams. Seven of them play in former minor league yeah. ballparks. So it's a way to keep those ballparks in use. And as the minor leagues, as Dave, you were saying earlier, the minor leagues are kind of disappearing. It's they're being the parks are being kept alive by the summer college leagues. So we're talking yeah, evolution. And, and does that the proliferation of like summer collegiate league doesn't that add to the idea of regionalism, right? Because nobody's watching these on television. Well, you know, right. maybe somebody's mom is or or whatever. But well, they're watching them on even... on the internet. They're not watching them on yeah. television. Yeah, yeah. Here, here's... And like you said, like you said, Mark, um, before they were the summer leagues were a way to get pro sp- prospects exposure and experience with wood bats, which were different than the aluminum bats they use in college. Mm-hmm. Now it's just a way for people to play twelve months a year. So here's here's Sorry, some Dave. here's some numbers for you. If you're trying to compare, it's difficult to compare, you know, baseball with you know other sports, but Television is probably the easiest way to compare, okay? Uh, average number of viewers for the 1978 World Series, 44 million. Number of viewers for the Super Bowl that same year, 74 million. Now, keep hmm. keep in mind, World Series is across a number of days, weekdays, weeknights, and those kinds of things. Super Bowl is one day. You know, it, it, and that year was day, LA, right? New York. Which year? Seventy-eight for, for baseball. Uh, for baseball, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yankees, Dodgers. Ninety-nine, World Series, twenty-three million. So basically half. Super Bowl, eighty-eight million. You got a bit of an increase. Twenty twenty-one. How many do you think? 
what do you how many how many do you think in the World Series? If it's linear, then you're talking probably 14 million. 11 million. I was going to say 15, yeah. So it Super is Super Bowl, 99 million. Yeah. So well, they, sup- the yeah. real explosion that we're seeing in football and a, and a decrease in baseball. I, and now, part, I think that's partly because, you know, the World Series is a series. It's not you can't mark it on your calendar. If you want to go look in your phone, you know exactly right. when the Super Bowl is or and where the Super Bowl is, and and people playing parties Sunday. and they watch yeah. the commercials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's... yeah, yeah. it's an event, and it's and an that's event. where football has been genius. Everything has been an event for football, whereas baseball has been well, baseball is a pastime, right? Like, and that's how it's been marketed as a pastime. It's something. It's like a hobby, you know. You do your hobby every night or three times a week or whatever. It, it's not necessarily an event. Okay, so um, in an effort to kind of reverse these trends, baseball has decided, all right, we've got to listen to our fans. Our games are taking too long. Uh, we're lo- people are losing interest. How can we make these games? games more exciting so they've come up with a whole bunch of new rules this year uh pitch clocks uh getting rid of the shift um in the minor leagues they're looking at automated umpiring automated strike zones or when there are human umpires challenges and you know the challenges have extended to the major leagues so you can challenge calls on the field how, how are these rules how are they working for baseball, first of all? And then are they going to have their intended effect to make the game quicker and more interesting and bring some fans back? Well, I, I know a lot of people, and these are people my age, love the rules. They love the, the the rules that the game's over in about two, a little over two and a half hours. Uh, is that going to bring people back? I, I think we're going to have to look at that data in a few years and uh, and, and see that. I like the rules. I like the games going a little bit quicker. Uh, it's weird though because there's some days where I'm at the ball game and I'm, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the innings. I'm like, man, we're at the seventh inning already. I just got here. You know, it's kind of odd at times that uh, how quick the <laughs> that's because you go. don't watch. You just talk to other no, people. You turn no, your I, head I and go, wait a second. I don't. <laughs> I don't. The Savannah Bananas game though, I watched. I watched that game and uh, the Thrillville Thrillville Thrillbillies game. Those are two games I watched. So. Yeah, it's 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 hard to believe that a lot of people don't like baseball and they find it boring. You know, my father loves soccer. We'll watch every World Cup game. Uh, we'll watch you know South American games from Argentina and Brazil, but he thinks he take him to a baseball game and he has no clue what the hell's going on. He finds it boring. Uh, so yeah, just trying to appeal to maybe like not the diehard baseball fan or the novelist, the novice, I should say. Uh, I like that role. Uh, because baseball does go a little bit too long. I also think the last like 30 seconds of the NBA game goes too long. If anybody wants to twink, tink, tinker with those rules, I don't need to see five timeouts with 10 I'll give you the left. last two minutes. Oh, one timeout. Yeah. I think I'll fix it. NBA, one timeout per half. Done. One timeout. Like, you take it. You don't know what the hell you're doing out there. You need three timeouts. You just took a timeout two seconds ago. Well, they so, have to legitimize their. 15 coaches. I know. Exactly. I know. Yeah, yeah. Two timeouts the last two minutes. Out. That's it. Or one timeout last two minutes. That's it. Yeah. 
You know, or my dad, when he watches football, American football, he calls it. He's like, why are they talking again? They, 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 they run a play. It's over. They talk again. They run a play. It's boring. So not too many people, I guess, see that as much as they see a baseball game being kind of boring. So yeah, I, it's, uh, I'm with I, you, I like, uh, I like the rules. Uh, if somebody in their twenties, I don't know what they think. Hopefully they like it as well. And they, I'm, I'm with you on the, on the, on the pitch clock and, and the, the quicker game. It's, it's so much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, I think a real seminal moment for baseball was when they got what they wanted and it was awful. So the, all those years where they'd have a Yankees Red Sox series and they'd be on oh, at, at, eight o'clock, at, you know, uh, yeah, they, they'd yeah. push it back to eight o'clock mm-hmm. and then they, they'd stretch it out. And instead of, you know, instead of it being, like the must game. It was yeah. four hours. It would end after midnight out here on the East Coast, and this these were two East Coast teams, so none none of your fans were still watching. It was it was terrible, terrible, and yep. you know the hardcores loved it, right? Because oh wow, you got to have more baseball, but you know who wants to watch a four hour game and <laughs> try announcing I, one? I, yeah, <laughs> oh barf. Um. The other rules, I don't know. The, the pitch clock, the pitch clock is a big one because I think it's oh, the bigger bases. Up. Uh, the bigger bases. I don't know. I guess there's more running, so I guess that's okay. More stolen bases now. Yeah, that's kind yeah. of funny. Even um, though there was nothing stopping you from stealing the bases before, I felt like that sort of became out of fashion. Well, it's also I think ball. a safety measure, a little, little bit yeah. safety, a little bit more to get more running back into the game. Mm-hmm. Little, little column A, little column B. Yeah, still I, I home. will say we that still home more often. I will say that with the the instant replay, um, they do it pretty good in baseball. They're pretty quick, uh, and, and that's you know it gets to a point in 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 other sports where if it just takes too long, then I don't care. I don't I don't want instant replay if it takes too long. You yeah. know, football, college football can be really bad. They're like, you know, now I don't care if the play's right. I just want I just want it to keep going. Like I'll complain about it for a little bit and then whatnot, but. You know, you're just sitting there waiting and waiting, waiting. So the instant replay is okay because it goes it goes kind of quick. Um, the shift, I don't know. The shift is is all right, I guess. I thought I thought I thought it was funny because it was just it was all about ego, right? Like I know, never it, understood why people just didn't bunt it a couple yeah, times down the third baseline well, and they'll stop because you know I'm a. I'm a power hitter, so I'm just going to hit it over the shift. Well, well, that's the analytics. Or you could have say... just, or you could have just dropped it down, <laughs> ran to first. Well, the analytics said one home run every ten at bats is better than uh, ten singles. I guess I don't know. Yeah, and I like I... the DH in the National League. No issues with that. I hate that, but I get it. <laughs> I would like, but here's the thing with baseball: I would love to see some other changes. I would love to see a daytime World Series game. No. On, on a on a weekend, yeah. On I'm, a I'm, weekend. Now, would that be an issue with college football in the NFL? Well, I guess maybe, but, maybe. But that'd be really nice to see. You know, do I want it to see be, a game right. start at nine o'clock at night? No, I don't want to see any of that nonsense. I'm That's glad they moved the Sundays up to seven. All all playoff games on the weekends should be should be like seven, yeah, seven. or whatever. Like you could. That's four o'clock on the East Coast or on the West Coast. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, for sure. 
you know, uh, I, but, and, and if, yeah. And if you think about it, uh, if you, you know, growing up, uh, most of us grew up in the eighties watching baseball in multi-purpose. Well, I'll, I'll include Dan in that too, with the vet, we all went to multi-purpose stadiums, uh, except Fenway to see games, uh, AstroTurf, 60,000 seats. You had seats all the way up on top. Uh, it was a much different experience watching baseball than somebody back in the 1950s. And they started making these nice, beautiful ballparks and people started coming back out. But uh, does that make you a fan of the game or a fan of going out to a baseball game? You know, are you still going to choose a football game to go to where you might be a little more focused on the Patriots or on the Eagles in their Kelly green uniforms and perhaps your other teams? Well, baseball, baseball got away from the, the, the Taylor Swift model a long time ago, right? Where, yeah. Why are why are Taylor Swift concerts so popular? Scarcity. There's hardly any of them, right? So I know, like my daughter wanted to go. There were very few options. Cincinnati. Everybody wanted to go. Did she play in Canada at all, or? Uh, not yet. Not yet. Okay. Later. But later. You know, if, to get to get people in the in the in the ballpark. Well, if I don't go today. And I guess I could go tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And if I don't go tomorrow, then I guess I could go the day after, right? When you got yeah. when you got eighty something options, as opposed to eight. Yeah. Now that's a good on the point. flip side, on the flip side, you know the the cost of going to a baseball game, yeah, is is far less than the cost to go to a football game. Yeah, no, like he, yeah, a Reds game was I think ten bucks compared to a Bengals game, which was like sixty four bucks. And that's before they became good too. So, yeah, you're absolutely but right. I, I don't think it'll ever happen, but but baseball to me, baseball would do well to to shorten their season. Shorten the season. Even that, what are you when you're talking about shorten the season? What are you talking about? One hundred and forty four games. That's still every day for five, four or five months. Eighty games. Well, I think basketball. You want to shorten it that much? Cut it in half. No, no, I don't want to do that. Uh, I would say hockey and basketball. I wouldn't mind shortening to maybe sixty games. Yeah, they need to cut down to like sixty. Yeah, because and then now baseball, your playoffs. I mean, you know, growing up up until nineteen ninety five season, you just had two teams for most of our lives. Now you have six. You just need to shorten. The Every. baseball season as well, but I'm saying, and I know I'm going to be in the minority in this. I don't give a damn about the Phillies playing the Yankees until it matters. I don't care about interleague play whatsoever. Keep it like basketball oh. and keep it within the make it matter in after in the playoffs. Make it matter. Well, you know what? I want to see the Yankees. Or any other American League team, when we have to play, face them for a championship, that's when I care about them. I, I don't care about the. You can lose a good chunk of games getting rid of that. I don't care. I don't care well, about when that. When we when expansion happens, there's not. Well, gonna that was going to be my follow up question to that one. Yeah, there's not going to be a, a, a National League or an American League. They're gonna. What, what do you all think of that panel? Eastern I Conference and Western Conference Ooh, in baseball. It. Boring. Good. 
Fine. Same old. Same uh, old. Geographically, my the way my mind works, that probably does make sense. And I think uh, baseball has always evolved. I mean, Mike Veck or Bill Veck, I'm sorry, uh, was talking about this. You know, back in 1961, that baseball should be regionalized. You know, Yankees and Mets and Red Sox and Philly shall be in the same division because they're all very close to each other. So, ooh, that's a know. killer division. Get rid of the Bra- You know what? If you could get rid of the Braves. <laughs> I'm for it. I'm sick of those guys <laughs> messing up. Yeah, but how exciting! And, and hockey, hockey. Yeah, Rangers, Devils, could have Islanders, done this, but they know? they don't anymore. You know how exciting is a is a what a, a a World Series be with real rivals, right? Like we used to have Stanley Cup where it was the the Bruins and the Canadians and the Leafs yeah. and the Canadians and like. We can, we're never going to have that again, never. Nope. And and I mean, Mark, you're a New York guy. How exciting was the Subway Series? Uh, in 2000, not exciting. Mets lost four games to one, but it was <laughs> yeah, but the anticipation, yes. You know, the Mets were in the World or, Series for the first time in 14 years. You're like, yeah, bring on the Yankees. So, are you talking, Dave? Like the Oakland, NHL used to San do Fran? the Oakland San Fran one. Yeah, that was so exciting. It caused an earthquake. Yeah. <laughs> so you're are you in, you're Kansas saying you're in favor of you're saying you're in favor of going one through sixteen with the playoff teams, kind of like the WNBA does in hockey, in any sport. I I I just don't see it as necessary to have an East Coast West Coast team. I I don't um I I don't have the economics behind it, and I get the whole travel thing, but. Yeah, it it does it does nothing to excite me. Um, so uh, actually, what I even if you're going to do a conference like that, what I would what I would do to change things up is I would flip it. So the odd number teams in the East, let's say, would play the even number teams in the West. So like you'd have, uh, you know. One the uh, the one, one seat in the against... east would play the eight seat west, and you know, flip it that way. Interesting. Interesting. But I I I like I like having you know well I liked I liked the National League the way it was I liked. I even liked that that it had different rules. I was okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, the strategy piece of the National League I liked, which is is now gone with the DH. Uh, but I, I I like that it's you have teams in the American League that are in the West and in the National League that are in the West. So I would prefer to stay the way it is. Football is the same, right? Like you know, you have an AFC West, you have an NFC West. And it doesn't really, I mean, it it kind of goes back to the whole AFL-NFL merger, but nobody really thinks of it in those terms anymore. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure baseball will continue reinventing itself uh, until it gets right. I know at one time when they introduced night baseball, I wasn't around back then, but I read books. People complain about that. They're like, how can you play baseball at night? That's insane. 
And could you imagine what they were saying about AstroTurf, you know, back in the 1960s and 70s? I know I've read some articles about uh, when they moved into the multi-purpose stadiums, there was a lot of positives because they were coming back. They were moving from old, falling apart relics that were not in great neighborhoods. So, you know, sometimes... Well, the AstroTurf, AstroTurf was created because... The yeah, the uh, couldn't. The, the grass won't grow inside. Astrodome, the Astrodome, they had to paint some of the panels because it, uh, the glare from the sun, yeah, the, the, the panels were translucent. Yeah. And but then when they painted the panels, then the grass wouldn't grow. So they had to put in this big grass because otherwise they'd be playing on, I don't know what they'd be playing on dirt carpet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like baseball the way it is. I love going to ballparks. You know, you're, t- you're talking to three guys here that travel many, many miles and kilometers to see a baseball game uh, from the summer collegiates all the way to the major leagues. I mean, uh, you know, it's, we love it. There, There we is no we... way I would drive thousands of kilometers to see a summer <laughs> college game. Wait a second. Yes, I, unless, Paul, unless Paul was being the announcer. Brockton Rocks, is that summer, <laughs> coll- summer collegiate? It is. It is, and there was a yeah. – Contingent from Stadium Journey giving me a hard time that night. Yeah, well, I know <laughs> I know there's people that uh, – Bart Wilhelm, if he's listening, he hops in a plane and he'll go check out a Pecos League game, which uh, I, I'd i probably do that too if I if I had the job where I can work remotely. But, yeah, there's Mark, people – Mark, whenever you, whenever you post a, a, a ballpark thing, I have to look up where it is and what league it's in. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I never even really? heard of this place. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> I, I got to tell myself that, Mark. Not everybody knows where the Cape Girardeau cat, uh, catfish played. I <laughs> forgot they played in Missouri. I thought they played in Illinois. I crossed <laughs> the river. And then I crossed back after the game because I had to go to uh, Marion, Illinois, to see the Thrillville. Thrillbillies. I love saying that. So I was in Missouri. Huh? Yeah, I was in Missouri for about three hours this year. So go, go show, show me. Didn't see a lot, but that was a fun trip. My pod, ballpark hunter podcast next week will talk all about that epic <laughs> trip I took, dealing with Mother Nature and all she had to handle. All I had to do to handle. Nice. I I can't read it. I'm on my phone, guys. So baseball, <laughs> baseball between 100 and 130 games crossover playoffs. Ah. Uh. I'd like yeah, to see them cut the season down. That's a pretty good number. That was that was uh Tim Kepper's. Yeah, 100 games. Yeah, 100. I mean, I'd be cool with 100. It would be perfect. Games. 3 games a week. Screw that. I say get under 100 games. Yeah, I In mean, the major leagues. Oh, yeah, fuck yeah. Sorry. Heck yeah. I am yeah. It's too much. I I get it. I get it. Well, baseball. Know. Boo, get, apple pie, would, hot dog. Let's nobody go. Nobody would hit 60 months anymore. I don't care. Start it later. 20 games. Start it late. Fine. No cares. Move it, la- move it later. Uh, uh, yep. keep, keep Baseball your season should not start in March. You're right, Dan. No. Yeah. I, April, <laughs> sorry. That, that is, it's still April, too freaking yeah. cold. Yeah, go right. later. And in October still, for Christ's sake. You know, April 7th. Is, was the historic start, yep. but you you can move that. It always should start in Cincinnati with the Finley Parade, which is mm-hmm. awesome. Should not start in Japan or any other country or any other city in the U.S. or Canada. 
Cincinnati. That's where it should start. And then that's it. You can play the rest of the you season. You start in a city that doesn't have any baseball, like Montreal. Yeah. Just think well, Just think about how... Uh, you can play an exhibition game there with all the time you have how, off now. How much better the rosters would be if you only needed three, three starting pitchers. Oh. Well, mm-hmm. you know what? Oh, geez. All you, would get is, Nola. all you would do is have, like, six guys on the team who could all throw like 150 miles an hour because they would only be throwing three times a week. They'd, everybody would pitch an inning and a half or something. That's more for my entertainment. <laughs> be crazy. Actually, good. Th- there's something that I didn't think I would like that I did. I actually did like was the uh, you got to pitch the three guys rule. I- I'm. Oh, I- but that takes away the National League strategy, Dave. Well, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I-, I-, I would, I would, Tweak it slightly and say that you can make a pitching change between innings. It doesn't matter. Right? Which, where now, if you bring in a reliever, he has to face three batters regardless of, of when it is. So I don't I don't really care if it's... Like, you don't gain anything by making that guy come out again. You know? In fact, you, you, you could... It quite honestly could make it longer because you got to bring that guy out for another two innings and then maybe... You're going to pull them. Anyway, I don't know. All right, guys. So let's uh, let's wrap up our discussion of old man yelling at clouds here. <laughs> um, if you had one, if you were the uh, commissioner of baseball, do you have a rules idea or something that would in, just make the game more appealing and bring baseball back to its former glory? Or even just a little tweak that would help improve the product. Hmm. Uh, after a batter gets hit with the ball, he's allowed to throw the bat at the pitcher. No, oh, people would tune in for that. <laughs> Absolutely, do that. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Dave. Dave, for years, there's something along those lines. Um, you know how, like hockey, if you're the third man in, you're automatically suspended, kicked out of the game, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. Same in baseball. You charge the mound. It's you and the pitcher. If anybody else joins in, they're going to get suspended. <laughs> so that way, if you're charging them out, you're actually going to be able to fight them. You're not going to get just tackled by I everybody like that. and end up in a or, big or, or you can just put, put in a headlock like Nolan Ryan did to Ventura and just pop <laughs> yeah. up to it. Yeah. It, could go, it could go very badly for you. You're right. Uh, and I, and I mean, I, there's not a year that goes by I don't watch that and just laugh at him. I'm like, eh, I, <laughs> old man whooped your ass. <laughs> that's, what, that's what happens when you go out there without a plan. If yeah. I can, if if I could do anything, I guess in in seriousness, um, I, this would never ever happen. But I I would push, I would push the walls back in some of those, in some of those little short porches like Yankee Stadium and in, in, in Boston and yeah, um, I like I'd like to I'd like to see the ball in play more, uh, <coughs> you know. The 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 Jays beat the the Angels the other day, five to one or four to one. And there were five home runs in the game. Contrary to what, you know, Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa would say, like, that's not interesting. That's four solo home runs or five solo home runs. I don't care about that. So um, it would be one thing if there weren't 30 strikeouts in the game as well. Yeah. It's, it's, it's that all or nothing, right? Strikeout or home run. That's, that, that sucks. But, uh, apparently, Why? You, feel- mean, you you think a ground ball to second base is exciting, Dave? <laughs> it can be more contact. I mean, um, 
Yeah, I, I'm with you guys. I was just acting like. Apparently, trolls. Theo Epstein is is working in the baseball office, and he's really into, you know, getting changes and 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 that's a big thing for them is is more balls in play, uh, more running. You know what action. they need? Remember when you were playing wiffle ball and you had a kid who couldn't hit that well, so you'd give him the big fat bat, the big fat yellow one, better bats. the big fat yellow bats for the major leagues, so you could have more contact. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I think me with the change, uh, seven inning games. I, I used to love the seven inning double headers. I thought that was a great idea. Uh, I would not be opposed to having tie games after 10 innings, but I, I think the man on second oh my uh, God. Defeats, the... defeats that purpose. And then another rule, foul outs. Four fouls, that's it. You're out. That counts as a strikeout. The dumbest so you're not thing... a fan of those epic 13-pitch at-bats? <laughs> I mean, if it's your player and he gets a, a game winning home run, yes. So, but, you know, you, you know, yeah, those epic 13 inning uh, at bats, like how many foul balls? Uh, I also like, I don't know if ba- baseball was experimentous in the Atlantic League. You can steal first on a pass ball. I didn't think that was a bad yeah. idea. I kind of like that. That was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't, and I think banana ball does that for the, the fan of bananas. Uh, now, I'm not going to say if a foul, if a, te- if a, Fan catches a foul ball, that's it out. No, I don't want that. But <laughs> yeah, stealing first. I think the Atlantic League uh, did that. I don't know if they still do. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I got some radical ideas. I'm not saying that they should be Major League Baseball. Maybe I would create a league where you just play seven inning games. I've seen it. I've seen it in some amateur games uh, in Pennsylvania uh, and down in South Carolina. You would play a seven inning game. I know I've talked to some GM, one GM for the Florence Yalls. He said it would really reduce the amount of uh, pitchers. He wouldn't have to carry so much and worry about the insurance on their arms. So that can help out a lot, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I got some ideas. Maybe one day they'll be practical. Maybe we'll have well, orange or yellow baseballs. Hey, go back thirty years and look at what baseball was, or go back fifty years yeah. and look at what baseball was like. Maybe it's going to look something like that yeah. in thirty years. Pullover jerseys, no years. more button jerseys. Everything's pullover. Except the Yankees, maybe Tigers. Stirrups. Every team has to wear stirrups. Oh, yeah. No, he... no, I don't like stirrups. I, and stirrups always gave me cramps in my foot. I don't know why. I did pajama that bottoms. Oh, that looks terrible. I'm, I'm an old yeah, man. I don't like the pajama socks pants. have to have white socks. Well, if the white socks uh, with their all black <laughs> jerseys it would be a good idea to have all white socks. I'm with you there. Do they have all white socks? I never even noticed that. Let's see. They... They never have. They always have black socks. Let me check out. They're reliving their cheating past. 1919, man. (laughs) Not Shoeless Joe. He never wore white socks. Never wore shoes either. I I love how all these teams were named after the socks they wore. You know, Red Sox, Cardinals, Browns. (laughs) Stockings. Yeah, stockings. So okay. so after uh, so I hope you enjoyed a bunch of old man shouting at clouds. Uh, back in my day, back in but my uh, day. that's where we'll wrap it up today. Remember, you can uh, check us out on our website, stadiumjourney.com. We're on social media: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Stadium Journey. Like, follow, share, comment. Uh, Stadium Journey podcast audio versions for, great for listening in your car. Just pick up your phone, type in H-I-A-C Talk Radio Network, and we'll be there. 
If you like to watch the podcast, just go to our YouTube page. And if you want to be part of our studio audience every other Tuesday night, so that means in two weeks, the 15th, we'll be back. Uh, DanLaw.tv. So, uh, Dan, where can our listeners follow you on the Internet? It would be apparently it would help if I had my microphone on. <laughs> it would be very helpful. Dan Law 83. All right. And uh, Mark, you got any uh, trips planned for the next couple of weeks before we get together again? Yes. Yeah, Seattle Mariners uh, being Seattle uh, next weekend for four days. Hopefully the Seattle storm. So usually I go regional. This time I'm going to the Pacific Northwest. So nice. uh, hopefully wife will let me go to two games. I was trying to do an Everett Aqua Sox game, but they're out of town. So anyway, check me out on Ballpark Hunter on Twitter and YouTube and Instagram. Uh, I have the Banana Ball video up, the Thrillville Thrillbillies video up. Uh, those are fun little wacky exhibition games where they tinker with the rules. You know, stuff we're talking about today actually do so. Uh, watch those every Monday. Uh, new videos out. All right. And uh, Dave, you got any stadium journeys planned? And where can our listeners follow along? Uh, yeah, this Saturday, uh, my brother-in-law is taking me to see the Hamilton Tiger Cats. So, wee-wee, Askiwawa. Wee-wee, And then um, the uh, Ontario Junior Lacrosse League playoffs or finals series is starting Orangeville against Burlington. So I'm hoping to catch a game or two of those, but I'm not really sure at what point that's going to happen. Uh, and I think I might be going to the Kitchener Panthers this week as well. So uh, you could follow that on X. That sounds so <laughs> stupid, doesn't it? Follow oh, that yeah, on X. X. What is I, the reason behind that? Anyway? I, I like X. I'm a five-year-old that likes shiny things. Uh, I named it X. Uh, anyway, Twitter. Uh, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Threads, no, uh, Threads, Instagram, YouTube, oh, Hi, threads, at, yeah. pro, at Profan Blue 9. Sky. I forgot about Threads. <laughs> I didn't. Threads. I like. I threads. think I called if it something they, else earlier. If they tweak it just a little bit, I would like Threads more than Twitter immediately. Like that, I can't snap, but <laughs> just pretend I snap. Journey, stadium snap, journey really? day at. Yeah, after the carpal tunnel sir. Okay, well, that After makes sense. carpal tunnel surgery, I got nothing, man. Huh. Yeah, Trivial so fact about fine. me, I snap with different fingers on each hand. You're weird. I I, I uh, am weird, yes. Thank Tim, you Tim Capper says Stadium Journey Day at Percival Wilson Stadium. Oh, I like it. Yeah, I was there. Get your passports. <laughs> I would Get love to do it. I yeah, lived down it. inside it from the top of Mount Royal uh, about a month ago. Actually, it was a month ago. It was fun. All right, so let's fun. see. What am no I doing? No touchdowns. Tim has to promise us touchdowns if we come. <laughs> All right, so let's see. Where am I? What do I got planned? Let's see. The Futures League season is winding down. I have two games left. Uh, then the Savannah Bananas are coming to town, so we're looking forward to that up in Brockton at Campanelli Stadium. And uh, stay tuned this offseason for some big news in Brockton. I can't tell you yet, but yeah. it's big. Ooh. It's big and it's news. And then the following weekend, all right, Listeners, maybe you can help me out. We got to decide where we're going. Pam and I both end up having a long weekend off. So we haven't figured out where we want to go, though. We got four choices. Choice one, just going over to New York City, catching four games in two days in New York City. Four ballparks we haven't been to in a while. 
the Mets, the du Long Island Ducks, um, Staten Island Ferry Hawks, and I forgot who the fourth one was. Somerset Patriots. Yankees. Somerset Patriots. Somerset Patriots sounds right. So that's Jackals. that's one choice. Another choice going down to Washington D.C. and all the other ones are the same exact drive, about seven hours for us. Uh, going down to Washington D.C., catching the Nationals, catching the Phillies on the way back. So two major league ballparks. Choice three, going out to Altoona, no, a ballpark we have not been to, which would Curve. finish the Eastern League, which would finish the Eastern League for us. And I think on that trip we would also do Scranton. Because uh, Meredith from the office is going screen. to be there. Oh, so uh, that would be another Christ. choice. The other choice would be going to Quebec and spending the weekend up in Quebec and catching a couple games up there, a ballpark which has not been reviewed by Stadium Journey yet. So I think that's the leader in the clubhouse. But I mean, I'd, uh, have, one to of those to, I'd have to go to Altoona. Altoona. I would that's not actually, go to Altoona. That's actually yeah, because not only can you go to the curve game, but then you can go to the actual horse, horseshoe curve. That's true. I've been on a horseshoe curve though. You can so get that Altoona pizza with uh y'all get when they serve it with an American Al cheese. The, ugh, that sounds disgusting. Yeah, it sounds disgusting. It it looks disgusting, but <laughs> but it's delicious. One of those. That's things? what they like out there. Uh, if you go to if you go to Scranton Wilkes-Barre, you get to have uh Old Forge pizza, which is near the stadium up in Musick. I've had that. Yeah. All right, so uh, you can uh, see which one we choose. Online at Puckman RI, Facebook, Twitter, threads, all those good places. All right. And uh, that's where we're going to wrap it up for this week. So join us again in two weeks. We don't have a topic decided as of yet, but I know it will be awesome when we figure one out. Probably be arena so, football. Because <laughs> we need Probably to do another yet. arena football show. Yeah. We well, should, we should do another yet. arena football. Once there may be a team in Cincinnati, or they may not be. So, yeah, just saying. <laughs> we'll just out. saying. Tim's right there, man. Yeah, T Tim sent me a message. He's like, "Relax, they'll make an announcement." So <laughs> he knows. He knows. So Cincinnati thanks again for joining time. us. For Dan, for Mark, for Dave, this is Paul. Wishing you all close games and safe travels. See you on the road again real soon. Adios.